if you've been on a personal journey for a while around things like self-love and you're noticing that on the ground things are still hard, this clip may help. You know, in working with hundreds of people who have been doing a lot of self-help therapy, they're listening to podcasts, most everyone agrees that self-love is a good thing, that we can focus on self-love to create better lives. But what exactly does that mean? Typically, when I ask people about self-love, they usually say, well, yes, I do. I do love myself. But when contrasted to the behaviors that are happening, um, there's often a lot more room for improvement. So, for example, it's not so much the concept of self-love that's important. It's how it's translated into actual behavior. All the analysis about why you are a certain way or great insights that you get in your personal development, they're all wonderful. But until it changes behavior to support more self-love, it is at best just more insight. And as I've said in the past, all the insight in the world doesn't usually make anyone feel better. It just makes you more insightful in terms of what's not working. So for example... A lot of people in dating may notice that they're falling into the same patterns over and over, even though they think they're practicing self-love. So this can be um, dating patterns such as um, saying yes when you mean no, or going along with things that you weren't really wild about, or giving away more than you receive. Um, Those are all behaviors that can show you where there's more work to be done on self-love. And this is where people often squirm a little bit because if you don't really embody self-love, it can feel selfish. If you don't really embody self-love, it can feel selfish to do so. Um, there, And this can touch on very powerful shadow work Um, where people are very afraid of the exact energy that would liberate them because we've judged the energy of selfishness as somehow bad and giving as good. Um, And yet they're just energies on a spectrum. Um, Other clips talk more about shadow work than I will here. But if you notice that there's a squirming of being selfish, Uh, Notice how that translates into our reluctance to be able to do self-loving behaviors, self-loving choices. And it's only after the fact that people can realize, oh my gosh, I let myself down here, I betrayed myself there. And it's all right. It just means there's more work to be done. And if this is your situation, I encourage you to do some exploration and research around the energetic of selfish. And this is an energy that many, many kind spiritual people are very uncomfortable with because we've been taught that it's wrong, that um, I shouldn't be this way, no one should be this way, neither should you, and I am not that. Where in fact, it's just a color, just like any other, blue, red, green. And we have judged some energies as better than others. But every, every energy has a positive usefulness to it and a, a side to it that can be not so great. So in working with clients, I often invite them to sit into what is useful about being selfish. Because without knowing what this energy is, or by always avoiding it, 
it leaves people really struggling to step into and embodying true self-love, which is self-oriented, not at the expense of others, but definitely a sense of ownership of what I want. And that is coming from the selfish side of things rather than the selfless side of things. You will not lose the selfless side of you that is used to giving. But if you are trying to nice your way through life, hoping that somehow that will allow you to get what you really want, that can be slow, it can be difficult and frustrating. So I prefer to dance with shadows such as selfish and selfless because it's a lot faster than meditating on things like self-love. I need to love myself more. Well, what does that mean? It's too abstract. It's too theoretical. And most people assume they are being self-loving. And again, when you betray yourself, you have a pattern of letting yourself down, of not standing up for yourself. These behaviors that are acts of self-love. They often come from, like I said, a reluctance to be comfortable with the energy of selfish. Oh, Adele, I'm fabulous at being selfless. I want everyone to know how giving I am, but I struggle with the other side because I judge that energy. Even though I see myself as a non-judgmental spiritual person, not judging anyone, I have, in fact, subconsciously judged this energy as bad. When in reality, it's no better or worse than any other energy. They all have usefulnesses, usefulness parts and parts that are um, not as useful. So if you are really trying to step into more self-love, play around with the energy of selfish and notice if you contract inside. Notice if you tend to want to dilute it a bit. Well, I'm not really selfish. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, um, maybe taking some room for myself. I'd like you to really go all the way to the edge because that way you have full range of access to the various levels instead of feeling like you can't or shouldn't be a certain way. You have more choice. So self-love, selfishness, everything needs to translate into change choices and behaviors. Otherwise, more insight, learning about yourself, and nothing changing on the ground can be feel really frustrating. Hope that's useful. Um, and as usual, if I can be useful or if you have a question, reach out, and I'm happy to set up a discovery conversation with you and talk about what's going on in your world to see if we're a match. Thanks.